You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Good morning, Morning Breath family. Good to have you here with us on this beautiful Wednesday, February 24th. Uh, Glad you're taking time out of your busy day to get into the Word of God. That's what we do on Morning Breath. We read a chapter of the Bible, spend some time with the Lord, do a morning devotion, however you do it. Before you go to bed at night, get up in the morning, uh, at your lunch hour. You know, it's not, it, it, it doesn't matter so much the time. What matters is you spend some time with the Lord. And then we uh, come down to the studio here at the Merritt Island campus. I do mine in the morning. I read it sometimes at night before I go to bed as well. And then we read the chapter on the air. And then we talk about wherever God leads us uh, in the chapter. So my co-host today is Pastor Mark Cook. How are you doing, brother? Great, Pastor Dan. How are you, sir? I'm good, Pastor Mark. Good to see you. Yes, it's good to be here. It's good for all of you guys to be here with us. We're so glad yeah. you joined us. Uh, you know what? We want you to follow along with us. Follow along with Morning Breaths. Great Bible reading tool. You know, I, I it is a great Bible reading tool. And there's so many people. I talk to people on a regular basis. And... Um, not this is not meant to condemn anyone, but I talk to people on a regular basis, and they're like, "Yeah, I just don't read my Bible." And like, they know they want to, they know they should, yeah. but they're like, "I don't know what to do." Yeah. Um, man, Morning Breath exists for you. Yeah. It is a perfect tool for you to open up your Bible, read a chapter of the Bible every day, join the pastors of your church as we read that chapter on the air and talk about it. It's if you don't know how to read your Bible and how to pull things out of it, man, we're doing this every day and you can learn it. You, in a week's time you'll have you'll have learned. Well, I can read my Bible and get yeah. something out of it. Yeah. You know, I mean it's just Absolutely. It's a great tool. So get the morning breath guide, go to the app, go to our website eccc.us, um, go to the podcast page and the morning breath guide is there. It shows you what chapters we're going to be reading and uh, you can join with us and you can listen to podcasts. You can Man, the podcast is there. You can go back and listen to, you know, like a whole year's worth and yep. uh, and get caught up. So, man, do that and you'll you'll be equipped uh, and you'll be able to study and show yourself approved. Well, that's how morning breath was born is I was looking for something to do. And back when I started doing this or wasn't a U version or a lot of things like that. You, sometimes you could get a little, you know, daily bread type things. And I thought, you know, I just, I just need something for me. What should I do? And this was just something I personally did. To, and I actually started in Proverbs. Uh, I used to read a proverb a day and, you know, on a regular basis, even when I read other parts of the Bible, one time in my life, I read 14 chapters a day. And so I did that for almost three years. And, uh, you read the New Testament every uh, twice a month. And so, you know, there are ways to get in there and read the Bible. And the more you do it, actually, it's just like when you eat something new, maybe you haven't eaten before, and you're like, well, that's pretty good. But the more you eat it, the more you crave it. And there's a lot of things like that. You start in a sport or you start in, you know, studying a subject or you start doing something as a family. It seems like the more you do it, the more you want to do it. Yes. And that that really build. So I, I totally agree, Pastor Mark. So, yeah, use our resources. Use the app. Use the website. Follow us uh, on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. You can get to us all that all those ways. You can also call us, 321-452-1060. We can email you or mail you a guide. And there's just so much information about East Coast. Uh, if you get on that app and go to our events page, you can always see what the latest thing is that's going on around East Coast. I know coming up, we've got uh, new classes starting at East Coast Christian University yep. uh, beginning of the, at the beginning of March. At the beginning of every month, we start a new class. Yep. So you can jump in at, on any month and start a new class and, and you can catch the other ones that you missed another time. It's no big deal. So absolutely, uh, just a, just a good idea. So check that events page out, and uh, you'll know what's happening. And of course, you need to join us on weekend services. Absolutely. 
absolutely. If you're if you're, especially if you're new in town, we have a campus in Vieira that meets at the high school. We have one in Coco, uh, out on uh, Friday Road. We have uh, two here on Merritt Island, and uh, God's blessed us, and yeah. it's it's just an amazing thing. So, love to see you at church. We love to see you be part of building a life giving church at last. Well, we're going to get into Proverbs 15. We're kind of at the midway point of the book of Proverbs, and so. Uh, there's 33 verses. I'm going to read through verse 16. I'll give you the last 17 verses and uh, go from there. We'll do it. So I'm reading the New King James, and I believe you are too, sir. You betcha. I'll get you started. Pastor Dan, I say unto you, read, sir. A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. The tongue of the wise uses knowledge rightly, but the mouth of fools pours forth foolishness. The eyes of the Lord are in every place keeping watch on the evil and the good. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness in it breaks the spirit. A fool despises his father's instruction, but he who receives correction is prudent. In the house of the righteous there is much treasure, but in the revenue of the wicked is trouble. The lips of the wise disperse knowledge, but the heart of the fool does not do so. The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord, but the prayer of the upright is his delight. The way of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord, but he loves him who follows righteousness. Harsh discipline is for him who forsakes the way, and he who hates correction will die. Hell and destruction are before the Lord. So how much more the hearts of the sons of men? A scoffer does not love one who corrects him, nor will he go to the wise. A merry heart makes a cheerful countenance, but by sorrow of the heart the spirit is broken. The heart of him who has understanding seeks knowledge, but the mouth of fools feeds on foolishness. All the days of the afflicted are evil, but he who is of a merry heart has a continual feast. Better is a little with the fear of the Lord than great treasure with trouble. Verse 17, Better is a dinner of herbs where love is than a fatted calf with hatred. A wrathful man stirs up strife, but he who is slow to anger allays contention. The way of the lazy man is like a hedge of thorns, but the way of the upright is a highway. A wise son makes a father glad, but a foolish man despises his mother. Folly is joy to him who is destitute of discernment, but a man of understanding walks uprightly. Without counsel, plans go awry, but in the multitude of counselors, they are established. A man has joy by the answer of his mouth, and a word spoken in due season, how good it is. The way of life winds upward for the wise, that he may turn away from hell below. The Lord will destroy the house of the proud, but he will establish the boundary of the widow. The thoughts of the wicked are an abomination to the Lord, but the words of the pure are pleasant. He who is greedy for gain troubles his own house, but he who hates bribes will live. The heart of the righteous studies how to answer, but the mouth of the wicked pours forth evil. The Lord is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayer of the righteous. The light of the eyes rejoices the heart, and a good report makes the bones healthy. The ear that hears the rebukes of life will abide among the wise. He who disdains instruction despises his own soul, but he who heeds rebuke gets understanding. The fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom, and before honor is humility Amen. You know, when I uh, looked at this chapter overall, 
there were so many verses in it uh, about the tongue, about what you say, how to speak. I will say this, just before we jump in there, Proverbs 10 through 15, they're mostly antithetical parallelisms, which is where we get the thing uh, where, you know, it's, it's sort of this and that. Um, like, for example, verse 3, the eyes of the Lord are in every place, keeping watch on the evil and the good. That just flows. The whole verse flows, and it's it's saying the same thing. But then you've got two sides of a, of a coin. Verse 7, the lips of the wise disperse knowledge, but the heart of the fool does not do so. Mm. And so that's the antithetical parallelism where you've got this sort of two sides. This is wrong. This is right. This is right. This is wrong type of thing that are that are done in them. And it's one of the reasons I love Proverbs. And the other thing is, it's one of the few books of the Bible where you can just take one verse and kind of apply it, and it's a little story or a little truth in and of itself. It doesn't mean it won't go with Scripture all over, but it's kind of made to be, you know, a saying that has value and strength. Didn't I tell you a new proverb last week? What was my new proverb? Last week, can you remember it? I'll have to think about it. Think about it. What was that? That was uh, about a step, uh, about losing your head because your brain's in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's just like I made one up last week just to prove to Nick that I could, but something now I can't even remember. Sounds it was, like it was timeless. So va- <laughs> so valuable, so powerful that neither of us can remember. It. Yeah. <laughs> something about don't don't lose your head. Uh, something in a in a minute uh, because your brain's in it or something. I can't. Yeah. Anyway, it, it was there. It's gone now. Well, Solomon, I'm not moving right along. David either. So, Pastor Mark, what stood out? I mean, there is so much in here about what you say and how you say it, and uh, it's very very powerful. Uh, towards the end of the chapter, the ear that hears rebuke um, of life, and then that's the other side of it. What you say is very important, but what you listen to is very important, too. And so there's a lot of—I don't know, there's a there's, lot on that. You can almost pick anything and start there. It's interesting yeah. that, that, you, uh, that you were talking about that specific topic, because one of the things I looked at was I was looking at verse 2. The tongue of the wise uses knowledge rightly, but the mouth of fools pours forth foolishness. Yeah. And I, but uh, really, on that first half, the tongue of the wise uses knowledge rightly. Mm. So that tells me that there's a way to use knowledge wrongly. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and I was beginning to think about that. You know, you might know something, and I remember thinking, I think, and I still, you know, probably do this, but I feel like I've grown a little bit. I mean, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm in my late 40s, uh, and so or at least I'm on the other side of the middle 40s. Come on. Um, it, but I remember there were times when I was, you know, in my young 20s, and I knew something, and so I felt like I needed to share it. Yeah. You know, and we've all been around that person, and some of us have been that person where it's like, just yeah. because you know it doesn't mean you need to say it. Um, and I feel like that's what that verse is talking about. There's a time to sow a seed of knowledge into a situation or into a circumstance, and there's a time to say, you know what, there will be another time to sow this seed of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, you can hurt people, you can, or you can even just say things that they're, they're not going to land. You know, it talks about, Paul talks about in the New Testament. Um, sowing the word in season and out of season. And I think that means there's a right way to sow things into people's lives. And and so just because, and I just want to, just because you know, 
doesn't mean it's got to be said right now. You got to use that knowledge rightly. So that's timing, and that's important. The other thing is, you know, somebody how's that? There is a proverb that says nobody likes to know it all, Mm. or something like that. You know, nobody can stand to know it all. But do you use knowledge to put somebody down? Do you use knowledge to hurt people? You know, because there are people that 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 through their intellect want to dominate. Yeah. You know, and even if you look at the sort of the giants of uh, industry right now, you know, we're not talking about the Fords and the Rockefellers anymore. We're talking about the Musks and the Bezos, yeah. you know, those type of thing. Those guys butt heads and clash. And I don't know if all their motives are right when they're, you know, when they're sharing their opinion or their knowledge about something. And uh, I think that most of the time when I've watched that, now since I'm a little bit older, I've watched some of these wars, you know, intellect wars or knowledge wars or I know best wars, where at the end of it all, neither one of them was standing in a very good place. Mm. And, uh, you know, pride comes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. I believe that's in Proverbs 16. That's coming up soon. Uh, that's out there, uh, you know, uh, there, uh, I looked just looked at another uh, uh, proverb here that said, uh, "Where is that one about a fool? Fool despises his father's uh, instruction." And so, you know, when somebody won't back to timing, when somebody won't listen, um, it might be better to hold it back. Uh, you know, I don't, I didn't share with my ten-year-old what I shared with my twenty-year-old. Hmm. You know, I didn't share with a brand new staff member what I would share with a 10-year staff member. And so all there's a lot that goes on with what you share and when you share. Let me ask you this, Mark, because this is always – I always like to think about this, and, and this maybe will help people on, you know, using knowledge rightly. I kind of think that let me ask you, what's the difference between wisdom and knowledge in your mind? And you're not on the spot here other than to just share what you think the difference between wisdom and knowledge is. In my, in my mind, I heard it defined this way once, and I felt like it was pretty good. Uh, knowledge is the thing that you have, and wisdom is how you apply it. It's great. So for me, I think the exact same thing. Knowledge is what you know. Wisdom is how you do what you know or what you do with you with what you know. And so I, I feel like I know some people that know a lot, but they're not very wise. I know some other people that, you know, they don't have maybe education or, you know, uh, initials behind their, you know, name. They're not, you know, uh, college educated even, let's say but yet are very wise. They're full of wisdom and full of life. And so uh, there's a difference between those two. And I think wisdom denotes when you share knowledge. Yeah. And I think that kind of shows you that you're getting wiser as you're 46. Are you 46? Yeah. As you're 46 than you were at 26. Yeah. Now you, you probably know more too, but what you do, what you're doing with what you know now is, is somewhat different. And, and, you know, I, I, I coach some pastors around the country and, you know, what if I did tell them everything I knew in the first two weeks? Well, they don't even remember 10% of it. And so sometimes, you know, 
a certain amount of knowledge is a better than too much knowledge. Yep. And so there's a lot to that. I like that verse. I hadn't really thought about it that much till you, you, you sparked those thoughts in me. Well, and I kind of think about it too, in the sense of, you know, there's, there's also wisdom. Wisdom also understands the lack of knowledge that is there. Mm. Like I, yeah. I, I'm wise. I've learned now to know, I don't know that, Yeah, you know, it's instead good. of acting like I know everything, like, like you alluded to earlier me, Jesus. is to go, I, you know what? I don't know. And I think I should find that out before I take any, uh, try to make myself look good by pretending I know something. Uh, another thing that I, another verse that I looked at, uh, where did it go? It's the one about counsel. It's verse 22. Without counsel, plans go awry, but in the multitude of counselors, they are established. And the That's reason good. this verse jumped out at me is because um, my uncle, I've talked about my uncle on here a lot. I worked mm-hmm. for him. He was a, he was an incredible man of God, incredible businessman, uh, passed away several years ago. But uh, I remember uh, before I worked for him even, um, but uh, he would he would share with me some things about, you know, his business and, and how he was building it. And he was, he was always quoting this proverb and other proverbs that talk about counselors. Nice. He was all he was the guy. Nice. He's the guy that we just, just that we just talked about. He didn't have a college education. I don't even know if he finished high school. Mm. Um but he he knew enough to know that he needed to learn the th- he knew what he didn't know. Yeah. And he was willing to pull in people around him and go help me with what I don't know. And as a result he became incredibly successful and made lots of other people incredibly successful, which is what Isn't that great. Uh, it's incredible. And so uh, I was thinking about him. I remember him talking to me about how he wanted I think his business was probably maybe a two or three million dollar business and he said, I, I want it to be a ten million dollar business. Um, and so I've, I've assembled a team of people from other businesses, from other mm. industries, even yes. that he's pulled together to say, how do we do it? Yeah. And he got connected with incredible organizations and incredible people. Instead of pretending, I'm just going to keep doing what I've done. He's, he, he said, there's probably more that I don't know. I'm going to build a team of people to help me do this. And it says here in the multitude of counselors, plans are established. That's good. That means that they're built on a good foundation and they can actually go somewhere. It doesn't mean you don't have plans. Without counsel, you have them, but they don't work. Yeah. is what this verse says. Very good. I want to just bring out a point between counsel and counselors. Mm. In the world we live in today, I think this might be an issue we've got to be careful with. Now, I, I do this. You can figure out almost, I think you could do brain surgery from watching YouTube. You know, it's like YouTube will, you can go in there and really learn how to do almost anything out there that needs to be done. And that is, you know, information. And you might say, you know, you can get counsel from YouTube. You could go listen to podcasts and figure out how to do this business. And even though your uncle was probably in the generation before a lot of that was used, um, he wasn't, you know, bent towards that. He had to look for people to do this. That's the weakness of where we're at now, because not only does it say counsel, because it's important, get counsel, go get all the information you can when, wherever you can. But there's an element here that I think you can't miss in the multitude of counselors, because it's one thing to hear from information. It's another thing to have somebody with wisdom walk through it with you. Yes. And so I that balance there that we've got to be careful in the world we live in today, in the information, you know, super highways that we have available to us, don't neglect building relationships with, with people. Because people, uh, you know, how do you get wisdom for like right now? 
you know, you know, I got water spurting out the side of my, you know, hot water tank, Pastor Dan, what do I do? Well, you know, shut off the water. It's outside underneath your spigot. You know, I remember telling young guys that the first bought a house and had no idea there was a shutoff on yeah. water. They needed somebody right then. They didn't need a piece of information necessarily, though information, that's a little bit of a bad example. But, you know, I was up all night with my child. You know, what do I do? We need to make a decision. We feel like maybe we need to take her to the hospital. You know, you need somebody, you know, I have a, I have some doctor friends that I could call in a situation like that. And it's not just information. I could go you know, read the internet on that. Sure. But now I got somebody to walk through it with me. So I think in the society we live in today, in the culture we live in today, that's an important thing to remember about the, that verse. The picture that's coming to my mind as you're discussing this, because just a few minutes ago we were talking about clearing some land and some pepper yeah, trees and yeah. stuff, and I, I thought, you know what, I if I had a piece of land, I could go on YouTube and I could find a video where a guy would say, you know, here's a Brazilian pepper tree, you should cut yeah. these down. yeah. And I could go out to my property with a chainsaw or whatever, and I could start cutting them down. But if I went out there with you, Pastor Dan, who you've cleared lots of property, without you, without that, I've just watched the video. Yep. And I go out there and I start trying to go to town with a saw, but and you might be there and say, Mark, if you hold the saw that way, it's going to kick back on you and cut your leg off. Yeah, be careful. Right? That's right. the that's yeah. the counsel versus the counselor. Good point. And I think that that for me that just that paint that picture painted in my head as we were talking. I think that that's a distinction that's very important. Yeah, and so not only do you need good information, but you need good friends. Yeah. And uh, we've always said this, that, you know, your friends are like elevator buttons. They'll take you either up or down. <laughs> and so get good friends. And that's what your uncle did Yeah, is he put people around him that could take his business up. And uh, the, the sad thing is there are people you could put around you that could take your business down yeah. in a hurry. And so uh, that's why uh, what was the verse we did that it's coming up in Proverbs, cast out the scoffer and contention will cease. You know, if you're having a problem and the problem is based in a person, you know, you got somebody that's always causing strife, you know, you need to say, ho, either you're going to stop that or you need to do it somewhere else because I'm not going to, you're not going to ruin this home. You're not going to ruin this business. You're not going to ruin this church. However, the, you know, whatever the organization is. The, yeah. uh, the light of the eyes rejoices the heart. I uh, kind of was thinking about that as I read it today. Which verse is that? That's verse 30. 30, okay. The light of, I, like, it sounds like, gosh, I should know what that means, but I feel like when I look at that, I'm like, I was going to say, Pastor Dan, when you read that, what does that say to you? Because I'm not, I have an idea, but I'm not sure. I, it's just an interesting verse. You know, I've never studied it, but I've always took it to mean, like, when I looked at one of my children as babies in the crib. I looked at my my wife or I looked towards heaven or whenever I had my eyes on the right thing um, that uh, I also think it's saying, you know, whatever you're bent towards, the light of the eyes rejoices the heart. In other words, I'm bent towards my family. I'm bent mm. towards Jesus. I'm when I when and when I focus on that, my heart gets excited about Amen. it. And it and it's not just please don't get me wrong for me it's not just been my family and God. I don't want to sound like a robot. <laughs> uh, I like guns. Um yeah. sometimes I I like hunting or fishing or something else and when I focus on something I like I I kind of light up, you know, I kind of get fired up about it. I don't know. That's the way I've kind of looked at it, but I've never studied it, Mark. Do you have any more insight? No, I just thought I just 
I know Jesus is the light of the world, you know, yeah. and that, that kind of popped into my head, you know, yep. when you look for Jesus in the scripture. So I just, I don't know, it, it's it's a verse that jumped out at me. I love, I just love the poetry of that. The light of the eyes rejoices the heart. And so I just wanted to spend some time on that, man. We're about, we're about to take a break, but I, I would say um, as you go into your day, just think about what brings light to your life. It'll cause you to rejoice and meditate on that thing. We'll be right back. See ya. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Barfield Contracting and Associates is a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. They are located in Cocoa Village, but service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. They also offer military and senior discounts and free estimates and appreciate every opportunity they are given. 321-454-4531. That's 321-454-4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. Are you a young adult between the ages of 18 and 29, seeking community and an opportunity to press into the Word of God on a deeper level? Join us at Mezzanine, Sunday nights at 7. Experience powerful and impacting messages alongside like-minded individuals that are passionate about pursuing the heart of God. Download the Mezzanine Church app or visit mezzanine.church to get plugged in. Hi, I'm Scott Langston. I'm a broker associate who has specialized in commercial real estate for the past 27 years. I sell real estate for Remax Elite. I give free broker price opinions to anyone selling real estate. If you are looking to buy or lease real estate, I will represent you at no cost to you. My phone number is 321-403-1111. My website is scottlangston.com. Go out and make it a great day. Pineapple Garden, assisted living facility located in Rockledge. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved ones are safe and secure. Find them online at pineapplegarden.com. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing offers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. You know, we Mark went through three verses that impacted him. And just towards the end of the chapter, I think, you know, there was a lot said about your tongue and speaking life and the lips of the wise disperse knowledge and the prayer of the upright is his delight and a wholesome tongue is a tree of life and a soft answer turns away wrath. I could go through a lot of them that way, but then it kind of switches in verse 31 to hearing. 
And then it says, the ear that hears the rebukes of life. Nobody wants to be rebuked. Mm. But there are rebukes that bring life. Yes. You know, watch that. You know, stop. Don't run out in the street. You know, those are, you know, reaching for a stove with a child or running out in the road. Uh, Those are child things. But we have the Spirit of God on the inside of us. Amen. That speaks to us when we're going to cross lines we shouldn't cross. I actually believe, and I don't have time to prove it to you right now, but that's really what the fear of the Lord is. It goes into that in verse 33. The fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom that that I pray today. God, I pray that every person under the sound of my voice would have an ear to hear the rebukes of life, that they would abide among the wise and that they would heed rebuke and get understanding and that the fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom. And I, Father, I just pray that people will be able to hear your voice today and stop when they need to stop Amen. and go when they need to go. See you, Pastor Mark. See you. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath Podcast.